Hey everyone and welcome to Animate the World, a show about two friends and their love letter to animation in all its wonderful forms. I'm your co-host, Kelly Smimo. And I'm Richard Madani. <laughs> Who are you? You you were just wearing the husk that was Richard. What did you do to my friend? What are you talking about? My name's Richard. <laughs> okay, well I... friend was a very loose term, so I guess we're both liars in this. I love to eat food and <laughs> consume air and turn it into carbon dioxide like any normal human being does what's richard's favorite color i don't have a favorite color false richard's favorite color is plaid of course it is that's what i meant to say you misheard (laughs) me oh okay i couldn't understand through your accent your new accent (laughs) i guess that makes there we go oh man (laughs) oh sorry i had something stuck in my throat did you exercise the demon within you yeah, <laughs> a priest came by and everything. He wow. uh, splashed some holy water on my face, and I feel better. Isn't that funny how that happens? Yeah, that was like very thorough. You should like leave a really nice Yelp review for that person. <laughs> ten out of ten would ask to exercise demons from my body again. <laughs> I want someone to put that on like a normal Yelp, like a, a <laughs> random establishment. <laughs> This priest was very thorough and uh, direct with his, uh, his the, the job he did on my body and my soul. I'm really happy for you. Mm-hmm. I just, I want you in a healthy state because I need you to do 50% of this podcast, if not more. Listen, <laughs> so I don't have uh, to do <laughs> I've done maybe 25% for the past month or so, so we'll okay. see. Great. Oh, I hit my leg. Ouch. Oh, no. The demon's still what inside What did I me. just say? <laughs> Richard, to go to the hospital. is it time to question me up? Yes, it absolutely is. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. No, it's not, Kelly. Then what time is it? It's time for the rec room instead. We don't have time to talk about silly questions, Kelly. The rec room or our current corners? Current corners. Whoopsie daisy. It's a big house we're in, Kelly. <laughs> You got lost in the maze of it. Where am I? That's the wrong door. That's just a closet, Richard. (laughs) Oh, my favorite room. (laughs) It's time for... Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. There's a good song right there. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 oh. It's Kelly's Current Corner, everybody. Hey, give us a round of applause. And here's your host, Kelly. Thank you, thank you. I'm waving at the crowds that have gathered outside of my room. We love you, you, Kelly. Maybe not that one. Bless um, my children, Kelly. I no, I don't want to be near you. Please. <laughs> okay, maybe just, just a little one. Oh, a little sugar. <laughs> mm. Okay, Kelly's current corner is. Um, so you know that state when you're like dying, and <laughs> yeah. CPR is being uh, not CPR, but um, the Electroshock, whatever that is. What is it? Electroshock therapy? No. The, oh, the, oh. No. <laughs> um, uh, a defibrillator. The defibrillator. <laughs> this is a great episode, Ari. <laughs> we should just stop. <laughs> We're not good. now. Shut it down, everyone. <laughs> Shut it down. Pull the trigger. 
<laughs> okay. No, the defibrillator. So, like, when you're you're dying and they're using the defibrillator, so there's these little spurts of life that come as your your heart remembers its job that it needs to be doing and oh, what yeah, the hell, stop being lazy. Um, that's kind of what my corner is like right now in that I attempted to watch an anime and I watched, like, ten minutes of it. And then oh, I stopped no. watching it. Oh, boy. Not necessarily because I didn't want to finish it, but I don't know. I just, like, my mouse migrated. Before I knew it, I just wasn't watching that anymore. Wait, has the magic <laughs> gone, Kelly? Where's the no. love anymore? Well, no, because I did watch another anime and loved it this oh, week. Oh, okay, but I can't. Good. I'm legally obligated to not talk about it. We have a gag rule for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> Can't talk about it. <laughs> but uh, basically what happened is that my old-time roommate, that Richard knows, mm. messaged me suddenly, which is very rare because of, we have a 14-hour time difference between the two of us, and it's always like a unicorn sighting when I get a message <laughs> from them suddenly. And all of my attention is then diverted to that. And they were telling me, the, re- the only reason they talked to me is to share, uh, you know, anime. And so they messaged me and said, like, have you heard of an anime called Netju no Susume? And I was like, what? And then they were like, I just binge watched it last night for no reason, and now I can't stop thinking about it, so you should watch it. And then we talked about whatever. So then after that conversation, I was like, okay. And I popped it open, and I watched, like, ten minutes of the first episode. <laughs> so Netju no Susume is a romantic comedy slice of lifey anime is what it, the first 10 minutes made it seem <laughs> basically what from what i gathered is this is woman and she's a neat which is an unemployed person in japan who is not looking for a job and is out of school uh and she's obsessed with playing mmos this is actually a show richard would love like <laughs> i've heard him. of this show and i've honestly very seriously considered watching it no yeah it's good it's like fun i just I don't know why I stopped watching it, but I just at one point was like, oh, I'm not watching it. <laughs> How'd that happen? Whoa. <laughs> I think I must have gotten distracted by something happening and then I switched to tabs. But anyway, so this woman, she's obsessed with MMOs. And uh, she starts a new MMO where she makes a male character and she like does some funny MMO jokes and she meets a girl a character online who she thinks is super cute and is who really friendly to her. And they hang out and become friends. And that's basically what happened in the 10 minutes that I watched. I'm assuming that the girl character is played by a male IRL. That is exactly of the what poster. it is, yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, my roommate really liked it. She said it was fun and just, like, candy, basically. And it reminded her of Gekkan Chojo no Zaki-kun. Okay. So I think Gekkan is better. But... Yeah, so there you go. That's a show that I'll probably finish the first episode of at some point. <laughs> you're, you're pulling a real Richard here, Kelly. Like, I know. Something, like, this is, like, weird. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're pretending to be me, and I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> I'm degrading as a person. I'm starting to decompose. <laughs> yeah, you're heading towards Richard levels of personhood, and that's just not healthy. <laughs> I'm de-evolving. But to be honest, I've been watching, like... I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about the, the 3D world. So you can you can you can talk about a little bit here. Give us a little sneak no. peek. 
I've been okay. So there's this show called Another Period that is garbage and trash, <laughs> and I've seen every episode. And I just found out that the third season is on now, and so I had to binge watch the five episodes that are out, or four or something. I don't remember. So that's what I was focused on Wait because it's been like three years since the original two seasons came out. So I was like, "What do you mean? I thought this got canceled because it was terrible." <laughs> Wait, this looks incredible. A spoof on reality shows like Keeping Up with the Kardashians? Oh my god. Oh my god, god. Do you know, okay, another period is like... <laughs> it's basically Downton Abbey parody, except it's more real and over the top. So it's like more true to like how awful people were back then with like racism and sexism <laughs> and internalized racism and internalized sexism. Oh. But it's also super over the top and ridiculous. And it's, like, just very offensive. And it's also really funny. Okay, and it's one right, of those right. shows that you don't have to think when you're watching it. And you're just like, cool. I love it. I low-key love it. Okay, but anyway, it's not too That's deep. really nice to hear because I started watching real-life TV this past week, too. And it's <laughs> been really nice. <laughs> you just don't have to think mm-hmm. in this show. Anyway, that's something that's not... I'm sorry. I hear the police coming. The feds are on to me. The Ooh. anime police, they know that they, I can't do this. I have to I have to run away. I'm not... Oh, what's that noise? <laughs> what are the police doing outside my door? <laughs> Richard's rambunctious room. What if the police were outside your house and just started singing a grand old song? Well, okay, rubbing their hands together loudly and going like clap, clap, rub, rub, rub. Clap, clap, rub, rub, rub. I would panic. So my <laughs> gift to you all today okay. is something that I'm quite sure I'm really behind the curve on, but I watched it and I loved it. Uh, I finally got to see Anthem of the Heart. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> I've told you to watch that before. You told me to watch that. And my friends were finally like, hey, how do we watch this? And I'm like, oh my God, Kelly told me to watch this years ago. <laughs> This thing came out in 2015, and it's beautiful, and it's amazing, and I really liked it. Um, yeah. I love it, the egg. Yeah, no, the you ending like made that. me so happy. I was like, oh, man. Well, I'm not going to spoil this here. Well, I said egg, say. but yes, the ending was great. Oh, I <laughs> I also love the egg. I don't know why the egg is there. Uh, no I love does. Yeah. But yeah, it was beautiful, and... Um, for those of you who haven't seen it, it is about a girl who is a chatterbox when she's younger, but something that she says hurts somebody, and so she stops talking for the rest of her young adult life, and then the story is about her learning how to let her heart speak again, and sing, and it's beautiful, and I loved it. I love Baseball Boy. Baseball? Oh, I was so mad at him, and then he, I was like, oh, he's probably just going to be some crummy character, but then he turned out to be a heartwarming soft boy that I loved. I love him. He's so I want to watch that now. I haven't seen it in like a year and a half. It was so good. We're gonna watch that that on a plane, and I was had never heard of it and saw an anime movie on a plane. So of course I was like, I guess I'll watch this, and then I didn't expect to be so emotional. Wait, that's so nice. That's such a sweet little present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so glad you watched that, Richard. Yeah, we're we watched that last week, and then next week we're planning on watching uh, a Silent Voice. So it's gonna be a good. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's gonna be a good time. Um, oh, the second you're, you thing you know your I life expectant your life expectancy has now increased because you watched Anthem of the Heart. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I feel just full of life. Um, the next thing that I watched was something called uh, A Place Further Than the Universe. Um, hmm. It is currently airing, and it's this really nice story about these four girls in high school who are go on a trip to Antarctica. Um, and it is very sweet. Uh, the main oh! character... Yeah. I've it's heard of this. Right okay. Now. Yeah. The main character is she's in high school and she like wants to do something with her life and she feels really regretful that she's not doing anything and she runs into this young girl who wants to go on an expedition to Antarctica to save or to find her mother who went missing on a, an expedition some time ago and it's a story of them becoming close and uh, it's really sweet their relationship and they're really good friends and they go on an adventure and it's really exciting and I can't wait to watch more of it. It has really high reviews. I was saw um I saw a gif of this and wanted to watch it. But I never found out what it was. Are there penguins in it? So the ship... I, I haven't actually got to the part where they get on a ship yet. But it's called the Penguin Something. So mm. that is promising. I love me some penguins. I like the art. It reminds me of the of Wandering Suns art style. Like that soft, like white uh, shine. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's very soft. It's very soft, it's very bright and colorful, and I've loved it so far. It's got like it's got like a really nice budget. Um I really it's very flowing and nice. But also the character faces are really goofy sometimes, so that's really good. <laughs> I'm so excited to watch the rest of this. It's so good. If you haven't tried it yet, I definitely recommend it. How many episodes did you watch? Uh I saw the first two episodes and okay. it's currently at episode nine, I think, is what it's at right now. Sweet. And it looks like it's only gonna be thirteen, so mm-hmm. They haven't gotten to Antarctica yet, but I bet they'll get there soon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's lovely, Richard. Yeah. It's been a very good week for all Ricky. Is that it? Yeah, that's it for me. That's all the things you need to say? That's all the things I need to say about on, on that front. On that front. Okay. On that front. Well, there's something horrible on the horizon. It's a black smudge in the sky. No! <laughs> it's here to destroy all of my feelings. It's here to ruin everything. Literally Uh ruin everything. Welcome to the anime club. Richard, (laughs) what is your emotional state after watching episodes 7, 8, and 9 of Hoseki no Kuni? So you know how the gem people, whenever they get hit, they crack and shatter into a thousand pieces? Yeah. That's like me watching this show. What's your level of hardness? My level of hardness is negative (laughs) 5. I'm not hard. <laughs> I, let me say that right now. I'm putting that on record. I am not hard, folks. <laughs> I am also soft. <laughs> oh. I feel. I feel you. Mm-hmm. I'm just. I'm gelatinous. Yeah, exactly. I'm gelatinous and flowing and golden, bright golden. <sighs> <sighs> this was a rough one, guys. A, a lot of stuff one. happened. We learned a lot of things. Also, I think it's fascinating. The character development route that Minty Fresh is going through, where she is going, they are going downhill and downhill fast. Yeah, that was a big left-hand turn. We just went, boop. In that, the stronger they become, the more emotionally weaker they become. Metaphor? Metaphor. <laughs> Literally, like, the, the, the Minty Fresh of episode one was a confident, positive, wonderful being. And the minty fresh at the end of episode nine is a sad, broken, very strong gem. Yes. And I, 
it breaks my heart. Because I really like Mindy, and I don't like seeing them like this. They are changing, uh, both bodily and emotionally. Just everything's... Oh, man. How much... Will there be anything of the original Minty left? I don't know! I keep wondering, like, how far is this going to go? (sighs) But maybe we should get into this. Yes, yes. Alright, so episode 7's a pretty chill episode. All things considered. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. I I worked really hard to come up with that. (laughs) I'm just thinking that one. We, uh, just so listeners know, we paused for 10 seconds there while, in silence while Richard patiently waited. <laughs> I've got something. Don't, don't distract me. Don't I ruin it. Here. Anyway, it's pretty chill. So, um, we start off where we left off and what we left off with, and I'm glad because now that we're watching it every, like, two weeks, I kind of forget where we left off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we left off with the Amethysts, um, being crunched to death by <laughs> the Mooncakes. Uh, but it turns out that they weren't crushed to complete obliteration like we had previously worried. They were rebuilt, and so they're fine. We're good. But, um, you know who isn't fine is Minty. (laughs) Minty is very apologetic and very guilt-written for the fact that they could not move during that moment of the fight. Um, and that, like they're taking that in and being like, this was an awful thing that happened and I did nothing to stop it and I feel powerless. Um, The Amethysts, when they find this out, are like, no, it's not your fault, it's our fault for being too careless because, you know, it was your first mission and we were being kind of show-off-y and, like, you know, we should have been more careful. Which is sweet of them. Good Amethysts. Mm -hmm. Good. But Minty does not believe (laughs) them, so that's whatever. We meet a new gem called Alexandrite. Uh, who I called Jolly Rancher. <laughs> what did you call them? I, Alex, uh, Jolly Rancher is perfect. Okay, so Jolly Rancher is apparently the lead researcher on Lunarians in this group, or at least they're fascinated by Lunarians, um, which also makes me wonder, like, why didn't Minty talk to them when they had to make their encyclopedia? I have no idea. <laughs> like, why are they being introduced now? <laughs> Whatever. Also, remember when, like, Minty had to do an encyclopedia? And did <laughs> a, a really... great job of it. <laughs> I, like, compare it to, like, how dictionary anime is about a dictionary. Um, and this show is about an encyclopedia. It's, like, the same show. It's crazy. Same show, same show. Anyway, so, but Minty isn't interested in talking about what happened and this new kind of Lunarian, or Mooncake where... Like, there's, like, stuff inside uh, is basically the difference. It's not hollow, like, gas, like the other mooncakes seem to be. So, um, instead, Minty runs off to go look at Cinnabon, sadly, uh, <laughs> on the beach. As they all want to do. Yeah, and uh, they don't talk to each other or anything. They're far apart. And then the OP starts, whatever. And so, it's almost winter times. So it's time to prepare for the gem hibernation because they are powered by the sun and in the winter there's only like 10 days with sun. So everyone just goes to sleep. And so they put off, they like put up all this cloth to cover all the windows so they could get nice and dark. And they all put on these very elaborate pajamas <laughs> that are like white fluffy gowns that are each tailored to each gem to look differently. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> They're going to sleep in it. That's it. I feel like it would be more uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. 
So, Minty doesn't want to sleep, though, because they're not tired, and they keep saying that, and they keep mentioning, like, Minty, you're always the first to go to sleep and the last one to wake up. What are you saying? (laughs) But it's, Minty's really anxious about everything and upset. Um, We find out about a new jam, Antarctosite, which I call Freezy Pop. I love it. I love it. So, Freezy Pop is a new jam that we haven't met before for a good reason, in that they weren't, like, around. Um, so Freezy Pop is the one who handles all the Winter Patrol themselves, um, and it's because that they exist in a liquid state until the temperature gets cold enough and they harden. Like Much like pop. the human Freezy Pop, the, the <laughs> one that exists in our world. Exactly. So um, they become they they harden <laughs> and they freeze, and um, we meet them, and they seem like a kind of a sweet gem that you know is just used to their isolation of like this is my life i live alone but like i get to hang out with conga line and mm-hmm. we're really good friends and i really care about conga line and they have their <laughs> yearly tradition where they get to hug conga line for five just seconds once. <laughs> i love it i love conga line i really yeah. hope he isn't evil but I like i'm so really worried because he's so he's they so dress sweet. just like lunarians though so i'm like oh so evil i know <laughs> anyway So, uh, Freezy Pop is mad that Minty's awake, um, and staying up this winter because it means that they don't get alone time with (laughs) Kongo. And, um, but Minty's like, I can't sleep. And so Kongo line's like, all right, whatever. You two team up then. Handle winter. I don't care anymore. (laughs) And, um, Freezy Pop mentions that, like, you suck at everything. You know that? You know, you're harder than me, but you're still weaker than me. Don't you have any shame? And instead of being, like, indignant or upset, Minty just kind of takes it. It sucks. And then Minty's, like, mentions that, you know, they didn't get in trouble at all for, like, putting amethysts in such awful danger. And now, and they feel bad that they didn't get punished. So they're punishing themselves by forcing themselves to stay awake through winter, which is exhausting. <laughs> Which is awful. Mm-hmm. And why didn't Conga Line say no? <laughs> sure, whatever. I guess you're not sleepy. I hate it. Anyway, so they do their snow patrols, which is very hard for Minty. Because <laughs> they have to trudge through the snow. And Minty trudges literally bent in a 90 degree angle, complaining the whole time. And then they find this frozen ice flow um, that are full of microorganisms. I don't know. And Conga calls them sinners, which is yeah, weird. I, 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 <laughs> this is where the sinners live. Okay. But it's just like glacial frozen ice that kind of moves along the ocean water. Anyway, but when the ice flows move, they scream. <laughs> so we have to crush them because they might wake up our friends. <laughs> This is the pressing stuff that Freezy Pop deals with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very important. You know, Freezy Pop shows how they break apart these things. And they, like, Minty and them have a conversation about, like, how Freezy Pop is like, you know, us soft gems. We don't have a lot going for us, but we have our courage, and that's what matters. And, like, you need courage, Minty. Like, you need to be, like, doing stuff. And then Minty's like, I do the best that I can. Freezy Pop says something along like, that's why you can't accomplish anything new, because you're always just doing what you think is the best that you can. And it's like, oh, God, it's rough. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so Winter Patrol is literally just doing chores. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, clear out the snow, stop the screaming glaciers, (laughs) making up your friends, um, just, like, keeping everything tidy, 
whatever. The soundscape in this episode is so good. I wrote yeah. that down, but like, oh, the music is so good. The screams are awful yeah. and so good, but they like, there's a lot of screaming in this episode because the ice just does not chill. What? Hey! <laughs> hey, hey I made that joke oh, twice. You were to pull it off two I times. Um, so there's a moment <laughs> with the ice flows where Minty's tired and then the ice flow says, Minty, are you all right? <laughs> and Minty's like, what? Are you all right? <laughs> And then Minty's like, Freezy Pop, I need a break. The ice flows are talking to me. <laughs> and Minty's like, oh, they do that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's just human sound. It's like, it sounds like voices, but they're not really saying anything. And Minty's like, no, I literally, I understand exactly what they're saying. <laughs> um, and so, um, uh, Conga Line's like, that's weird that you understand what they're saying. Don't listen to them. Uh because they just reflect your anxieties back basically is that like they take in all your negative thoughts and repeat them back to you like an echo chamber so don't don't listen to them um we also find out that minty doesn't remember sninty because they were like it's not that weird that i hear voices because i remember talking to something in the ocean and i'm like (laughs) what do you mean something a beautiful beautiful something they're back in the ice flows and minty Starts hearing the ice flows talking about, like, like Minty wish... Well, no, what what triggered it is that Freezy Pop said the words, Oh, man, if only your arms were as good as your legs. Yeah. Because her... Because uh, their new legs are super powerful and their arms are still their normal Minty arms and they're not that great. And that's... I know Freezy Pop didn't mean it like that, but, like, mm-hmm. why would you say that? Mm-hmm. And so... Um, Minty starts getting self-conscious about that and the ice starts reflecting that by saying, like, Oh, you know, just get rid of your arms. In fact, at one point, Minty literally takes a knife and goes to get, like, chop off their arm. And I was like, no. But then catches themselves and is like, what am I doing? No. And then the ice flow is like, oh, put your arms in the water and we'll just bite them off for you because of the cold. It's okay. You can get a new material and you'll be even better. Come on, Minty, give us your arms. And Minty almost does it and then it like snaps out of it and pulls back and says, like, no, this is stupid. But then they slip and fall into the water anyway. Mm-hmm. And Freezy Pop freaks out and goes and grabs them. Nope, Minty's lost their arms. <laughs> They're gone into the sea. And another thing is that the ice flow actually did mention Cinnabon's name to kind of egg minty fresh on and that was like the final straw or whatever Mm it's rough anyway so minty fresh lost their arms Mm -hmm. (sighs) oh my god that takes us how could an episode with no mooncakes be so upsetting right yeah no it's usually why does everything just want to kill these gems i don't understand i don't know i don't know what's happening like, either the ocean beasts, like, the, the snails want to eat them, the mooncakes want to take them, put them on their mantle, and the ice just wants to destroy them. I don't understand. <laughs> they are very shiny. I will grant them that. That's but, true. yeah, takes us into episode two. Um, Minty Fresh is armless, uh, which has happened a couple times before, but now those arms are sinking rapidly to the bottom of the ocean, and there's not much we can do about it. Um, Freezy Pop dives into the water in, like, a vain attempt to try to get the arms back um because they understand this is a huge deal if minty fresh loses more like body parts they've already lost their legs um so like they're quickly losing lots and lots of body parts um and like their body is their personality and their memories and like everything it's everything about them which is like really 
a, it's, I think it's a really cool concept that this show like plays really well with. But um, the the underwater search scene was like really stressful and terrifying. Like I was so these, scared. I was so scared because like they have these giant powerful ice flows just like flying through the water, smashing into each other, and like threatening to pulverize uh, Freezy Pop. And like Freezy Pop gets they get a hand chopped off, and like they're able to save it, but like it is mm, it's not it's not good. Um, but yeah, Freezy Pops at the bottom of the ocean, just like, well, they are not here. I cannot find them. And Minty Fresh is just lying on the snow, just like dazed and confused because their arms are gone. Um, so the two of them head back to Master Congoline, who is just horrified by what he's seeing. Uh, he sees Minty Fresh's arms are just gone. Uh, Freezy Pop has their hand just like in a glove, just like holding onto it so they don't lose track. Um... And Freezy Pop takes all the blame for the incident. Uh, they're saying they were not prepared enough. They should have been much ready. Like, they weren't used to working in a pair before. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can see on Minty's Fresh's face that they feel awful about this. Um, and, like, I was really upset, too, because how... I mean, Freezy Pop, you don't deserve to take all the blame for this. There was a lot of factors going on in the situation. It's not all your fault. <laughs> um... At first, like, Freezy Pop's like, I couldn't find the arms, I'm so sorry. But then, like, they, they changed their mind and they're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go back and do a more thorough search. I didn't work hard enough for this. And, like, <sighs> thankfully, like, I was like, no, come back right now. And thankfully, Master Congoline stops them and gives them a really big hug. And, <laughs> <laughs> like, lets them know that it's not their fault. And, like, Freezy Pop continues to blame themselves. They're like, ah, it's my fault. I should have been more careful. And Minty Fresh is like, it's fine. I lose limbs all the time. Remember how my legs grew back? And Master Congoline is like, we don't have a snail who's going to give you free gemstones to make your legs again. Yeah, I think Minty's taking it, like, Minty's trying to laugh off the situation. And I think Congoline is like, no, this is a big deal, Minty. How can you think this isn't a big deal to lose, like, two of your limbs? Mm -hmm. And, like, yeah, they're they're clearly trying to, like, make this, make... Freezy Pop, like, feel less bad about what happened. Because uh, mm-hmm. they're a lighthearted individual. Um, but uh, Master Congolite's like, okay, go check out the Cord Shore. And <laughs> Fresh is like, what the hell is that? <laughs> and <laughs> I just keep forgetting that they keep losing memories. Yeah. How does Minty Fresh, like, n- remember anything at this yeah, point? Like, they're losing so much. Um, I remember, remember in the first episode where, like, um, Cinnabon accidentally sprayed them with poison and, like, they, like, got a little bit scraped off. I was devastated. At this point, like, that's nothing. <laughs> it's literally nothing. Uh, but, yeah, so Freezy Pop and Minty Fresh make their way towards the Cord Shore. The Cord Shore, which is supposedly where the gems are born. Um, and, like, this, this is, like, a scene where um, Freezy Pop, uh, it, it's clear that they've taken on responsibility for the accident. Like, they feel very responsible for it. But also... Um, they're kind of done with Minty Fresh's stuff by this point as well. At one point, Minty Fresh falls over in the snow and Freezy Pop helps them up. And then Minty Fresh is like, thank you. And then Freezy Pop just lets them fall into the snow again. (laughs) And like, yeah. Uh, They finally arrive at this huge rock on the ocean side, which is sparkling with these tiny gem deposits. And we learn that, um, and this was mentioned a couple times earlier in the show, but they sort of outline how microbes in the ocean convert they like consume organic material and convert it into inorganic gems. And these gems get washed up on the shore here. And on rare occasions, if enough of a single gem like amasses and collects in a single spot, a new life form will be created, a new, another gem person. And we actually see a half-formed gem creature like 
sort of sliding off the rock and then they fall on the ground and just shatter, which is apparently what happens to most of the gem uh, entities that are like forming on this rock. Horrifying. Yeah, it was creepy and spooky. Um, Anyway, the two of them begin searching for new um, materials for Minty Fresh to use their arms. Freezy Pop clears away all the snow on the ground and all they find is just a crap ton of gold and platinum, which is like really funny because they're just like, oh crap, it's just gold and platinum. Gold, who would want that? Who would want that? And so um, Freezy Pop is like, yeah, these materials, like metals in general are really impractical. They're really soft and super heavy. And like, we're just made of gems. Like we're not meant to carry this around, but... Let's try it out, I guess. So, like, apparently on a whim, they just make two sloppy arms for Minty Fresh out of the metals. And, like, it looks so weird and goopy at first. Yeah. Um, but, like, the 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 organisms inside of Minty Fresh's body, the... What are they called again? Oh. Microorganisms? Yeah, the microorganisms. Oh, the... the um... Inclusions? Yes, the inclusions. Yeah, the inclusions. They don't seem to hate the metal. It seems like they're they're not rejecting it. And so the sun comes out and they're like, okay, well, let's sit here for a while and see if your body likes it. Um, and then in a really weird, creepy display, the arms start reacting to the sun and moving around and glooping all over the place completely outside of Minty Fresh's control. Horrifying. Um, it's very horrifying because they're just like large golden tentacles and Minty Fresh is just like, what is happening? I don't know what's happening. Um, and then the cakes come what perfect timing <laughs> uh because the the moon cakes really only come when it's sunny outside and so they they mentioned earlier that since they're only 10 sunny days during the winter time they're almost guaranteed to come when the sun comes out during winter um uh freezy pop goes off to take care of the moon cakes uh leaving minty fresh behind on the ground who's just getting like consumed by their new giant golden arms which are just growing and flowing all the place and like help me and freezy pop is like nah i gotta take care of this first but just don't draw too much attention to yourself um back at the school master Congoline sees the sunspot and uh they're like okay i have to go help them because there's only two of them and minty fresh has no arms um, but they are intercepted outside of the school by an army of mooncakes. Um, and like, th- th- this is the most we've ever seen, I think, is like this gigantic horde of them. Well, cause um, they're on the ground and they're not like on a cloud and it doesn't look like they're attacking. No, they're just like grasping for, uh, Master Conga line and they're they just like, like, they have no weapons. They have nothing. They're just like reaching out to them and it's really odd. It's um, disturbing. It reminded me of the dream that... Master Kongaline had a few episodes ago. That's right, that's right. They just sort of put that in in the beginning of one of the episodes and didn't really talk about it again. So, like, what does it mean? I was like, they know who Master Kongaline is. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, Ugh. <sighs> I don't want him to be evil. I really don't want him to be evil. But, uh, yeah, he blasts them all with, like, his super cool explosion-y powers. But he discovers that they transform into this weird sentient smoke that, like, wraps around him and shackles him to the to where he stands and he has to deal with that and he uh so after we look at that and i think he breaks free pretty quickly but yeah there's lots of explosions um freezy pop is doing some really cool stuff they're like snowboarding on their saw sword thing and they like rush around and they attack all the mooncakes and finally they slash the leader in half uh who seems apparently neutralized but they still haven't exploded into smoke yet um Freezy Pop goes back, or they look back to check on a Minty Fresh, who's just a blob of golden platinum at this point, just like undulating on the ground, and it's weird and creepy. But they seem to be fine. Um, then suddenly, a mooncake arrow flashes out and breaks off one of Freezy Pop's arms, and it is very bad. 
Um, because by this point, the mooncake cloud should have exploded into into like dust by now, but it hasn't. They're still standing there, and we see that outside of the main mooncake uh, comes these fishing lines, which are adorned with gems. Uh, we can only suppose they're gems from previous uh, gem people from the Earth, and they're shooting out around, and they're they're waving around, and they grab um, the part. They grab the arm, Freezy Pop's arm, and like drag it back, and they're like waving around, um, and then. Freezy Pop, like, instead of getting scared, goes into this rage uh, because they say, you can't do this. You cannot steal my memories of Master Conga line from me. Horrifying. It really puts into perspective how awful losing any part of you is and the fact that Minty has lost 50% of Yeah! <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, they rush the mooncake and like, they're immediately caught up in all these fishing lines. And I'm like, well, great. A uh, hardness two gem is going up against a whole mooncake with a bunch of fishing lines. And it really looks like they're going to be destroyed, but they somehow managed to destroy the mooncake cloud by like just ripping away the, the fishing lines and they're able to disperse everything. And it seems okay. And they're able to protect themselves and minty fresh. Yeah. And everything's fine. The end. Everything's fine. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's it. The show's over. Everyone's happy. <laughs> Side. In my edit, that's where the show ends. <laughs> but we'd miss out on all the fun stuff that happens in the rest of the episode. Mm. Uh, after, after the battle, a cracked and battered... Uh, not Minty Fresh. A cracked and battered Frizzy Pop uh, comes back to land to find Minty Fresh trapped in a solid gold platinum cube. Um, <laughs> which is just made of their own arms, which just went rogue. Um Freezy Pop tries to help them out of the gold cube, and it's kind of funny because they're really beat up at this point. Yeah, like basically, Freezy Pop is just shards, and, and like they're, they're really trying to beat dizzy. this cube. Yeah, they're just like stabbing into it and just saying like, "Please hold still while I try to get you out." And like Minty Fresh is freaking out. And in the middle of this funny scene, Freezy Pop is shot by a mooncake arrow that appears out of nowhere, and they shatter into a thousand pieces. It's horrifying and to see. It's a it's very spooky. Like uh, they show like flashes of the scene, and like you can see like the mooncake cloud appearing behind them out of nowhere. And um, yeah, also um, it's like one of the gorier shattering scenes because yeah. like the eye comes out and it's weird. Yeah, like it's rough. It's pretty gory, and like there's lots of red, and like Minty Fresh is just horrified because they're still stuck in this cube. And um, that's all they see. It's their entire vision is just that it's moment. Just, of Freezy Pop mm-hmm. like dying basically just. Um, breaking into a thousand shards, their whole face coming apart, and that's mm-hmm. it. That's like, that's and they can't do anything. They're stuck in a cube. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minty Fresh is freaking out, but um, Freezy Pop, in their last moment, puts a finger to their lips and tells them to be quiet and to look after Master Conga Line while they're away because that's the most <laughs> important thing. Um, and then the mooncakes uh, come to the ground and they begin gathering up the shards of uh, Freezy Pop. And it is very upsetting because they're very casual about it and they couldn't care less. Um, one mooncake sort of wanders over to the gold cube and they're like, what the hell is this? Eh, it's not a gem. I'm not going to care about it. So they turn away and start walking back to the cloud. Which is um, what Freezy Pop meant by be quiet so they don't yeah. take you too. Mm-hmm. And uh, the gold arms inside the cube are like covering Minty Fresh's mouth to like keep them from reacting uh because apparently the arms at least they on some level have like some sort of survivalist connection to minty fresh and like keeping Mm -hmm. them alive but like still that's not what minty fresh wants uh so as uh freezy pop is being carried away minty fresh finally like 
shouts out and like commands the arms to do as they say and they finally get control of these arms and explodes out into these globes of like flowing malleable gold that looks like a giant shimmering gold flower Mm -hmm. um it's it's kind of badass uh and minty fresh tries to stand but the arms are way too heavy oh i hit my desk the arms are way (laughs) too heavy and they're just weighing them down um and you can see that their legs and chest are cracking um and like they're just under the sheer pressure of the weight, but immediately we see like pieces of uh, streams of gold filling in the cracks and repairing um, the holes. Uh, so you can see the gold is like permeating their entire body. Uh, very quickly, they destroy the nearby Lunarians with these long, goopy arms of gold, which they can control really well now. Um, and they begin running after the cloud that's carrying the shards of uh, Freezy Pop. They get to the edge of a cliff where it looks as though they're they're going to lose track of the cloud and they launch themselves forward with um, like a, a spike of gold. And it's really cool. And they try throwing this, uh, um, their sword at the cloud, but unfortunately it is not enough. And the cloud just falls short and the cloud gets away and they fall into the waiting arms of master conga who also looks like crap. He's been like destroyed by like the Lunarians he was fighting earlier. And they just sort of look sadly as the, cloud goes off into the sky and uh freezy pop is gone and master congoline says i blame myself uh, because i wasn't there and minty fresh just looks awful it just looks a mess and they are just devastated it's a horrible ending to the episode <laughs> is this the first time that a gem has been taken away that we've seen it must be now that right? i think about it yeah other gems Amethyst, were taken away before i think was the yeah. closest one before this like <sighs> i really liked freezy pop yeah, I really like Freeze Pop. Um, they got really close to each other in the wintertime. This show is about blame and everyone yeah. blaming themselves. <laughs> and it's awesome because you see it in Minty now and you see it in Conga Line always that they're like, no, it's my fault. No, it's my responsibility. No, mm-hmm. I, it's my fault. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, stop! Stop, you guys. Uh... Anyway, so we open up episode eight and realize that Minty has lost their soul. <laughs> And it's really rough, because, like, like, Jesus, like, they don't mm-hmm. smile, they've cut their hair, they, like, just seem so emotionless. And, like, if you had asked me how to describe Minty episode one, I would be, like, a very optimistic, like, happy, emotional person. And now they're just, like, dead inside, and it's awful. Um, they can now control their gold arms, but... Uh, it's robbed them of their speed, so now their legs don't have the same kind of speed that they used to have. And the whenever they use the gold, it creates these like superficial cracks all over them because it's the the gold has seeped through all parts of them inside, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just it exerts a lot on their body. Um, and Congoline's worried about them because Minty refuses to rest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Minty wants to stay awake and do as much as they can because they feel awful about everything that's happened because they blame themselves for Freezy Pop's death and they blame themselves for what happened to Amethyst and they just blame themselves for everything. Mm-hmm. There's this heart-wrenching scene where ugh, Minty, apparently the nightly ritual, just goes and talks to some shards of Freezy Pop, mm-hmm. gives them flowers, and is just riddled with guilt. And also has a lot of trauma and hallucinations about the event where whenever they close their eyes, they see that moment that Freezy Pop died and it freaks them out because they can't do anything to stop it. Uh, They keep thinking, like, one of the things they keep thinking is that, like, I shouldn't have thrown that sword. I should have just grabbed the cloud because 
that's what they can do with their power is that the gold can just keep going and going and going very stretchy and gooey but of course they didn't know that at the time it's not their fault it's just oh my god anyway uh conga line finds them having this nightmare um and kind of wakes them up and is like you need to take care of yourself like what are you doing da, da, da. and minty's like no i don't want to go to bed uh, how about I just mend your robes? <laughs> and Conga's like, these are my only robes. And we get some nice little fan service of Conga Line's muscly back. <laughs> but uh, Minty's like, you can trust these hands. They're way better than my old ones. And that broke my heart. Yes. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. <sighs> like that Minty has just become to hate themselves so much. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so... Uh, they're mending uh, Conga Line's robes while, and Conga Line's there just talking to them. And Minty's like, you know, this is my first time getting to watch, you know, winter turn into spring and life coming back. And, you know, life is always changing. And Conga Line's like, yeah, you're, you're just like you. You keep changing. And then <laughs> Minty's like, yeah, it's scary. <laughs> and then crying, gold tears, because that's like all they can do is just gold tears. And I think Conga Line... They're like, I don't know why I keep doing this. Like, I don't understand. Because I guess tears aren't really a concept for rocks. And Congoline's very understanding, which is like, it's just like a byproduct of microorganisms. It's not your fault. Anyway, it's time to wake up all the other gems. Because <laughs> winter's over. And so they go to wake up the gems. Everyone is like, what the hell, Minty? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think the nurse Caramel is like, oh, you need to go wake up Cinnabon because they didn't, Cinnabon didn't want to sleep with everyone else because they're edgy. Uh, (laughs) They slept outside the whole time, which is crazy to me. (laughs) Um, And they go, our Minty Fresh is like, Cinnabon who? And I was very scared. Yep, Uh uh-huh. But then it's like, then they're like, no, wait, I know who Cinnabon is, sorry. I might be a bit of a mess right now. And I'm like, (laughs) oh my God, Minty. So everyone's kind of weirded out by Minty and is like, I can't believe this happened. I feel awful about Freezy Pop. Like, everyone's freaking out. Anyway, Congoline asks Minty Fresh to explain what happened in very graphic detail. And Minty Fresh uses their gooey arms to kind of illustrate everything. But what that does is it freaks the gems out. And they're <laughs> terrified of them, which is weird. They're just really awkward about Cinnabon and, like, don't really talk to them. Uh, and then everyone wants a piece of them. <laughs> so everyone is super fascinated by their gooey arms. So like Diamond or uh, Candy wants to like run around with them and see how long they'll stretch. Nurse Caramel wants to dissect them. Someone else wants to redo their uniform to fit their body type because apparently they've gotten bigger um, because of all the gold that's seeped yeah. into them. Um, like someone wants to just cut them up. It's crazy. And so they're very upset by all this and are like asking for help and they're like hiding on the ceiling and Bort finds them and Bort seems pretty chill but then they're like so are you happy you're strong now which is like oh, come on Bort I love Bort Bort uh. and then or Borscht and then Minty's like I'm not really that happy and I'm like oh god it wasn't Bort kind of like yeah I yeah, get that <laughs> I get that but then it's like I want to cut you up <laughs> so great Anyway, it gets to the point where Minty goes to Congoline and hides behind him and is like, please help me. They keep wanting to take me apart and I don't like it. And Congoline's like, all right, everyone, line up and we'll all take turns. And then they're like, oh, Minty ran away. And Congoline's like, but it was a joke. You took a joke? God. <laughs> Which is like not a good time for a joke. Yeah. 
And Kong, and like they're like worried about Minty, and Conga Line's like, well, I'm not surprised. With great power comes loneliness. And Basil's like, is that why? Well, then Conga Line, are you lonely? Cause you're so powerful. And Conga Line is like, just lifts his problems away by physically lifting Basil and then distracting everyone because everyone wants lifts. Carry me, Conga. Carry me. <laughs> Sensei. There's an interaction with Cinnabon where it's clear that um, Minty does remember Cinnabon, does remember the promise they made and says, like, I've been working on it, don't worry. And Cinnabon's like, I don't even care. But they clearly (laughs) do and walk away. And Minty's like, "Uh, I lied. I haven't been working on it. I've been dealing with so much other things. I'm like, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's okay. (laughs) You've lost, like, all your limbs. (sighs) Sensei is exhausted. Because Minty has kept them up most of winter because <laughs> Sensei was so worried about them. Sensei exhausted is funny because they just start fainting <laughs> and like... they just collapse onto the wall and like it shakes and has a huge indent because he's so hard. God, he's so hard. <laughs> uh, anyway, Minty goes back to patrolling with the Amethyst, which I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. And they there's a uh, Mooncake shows up and. Uh, Minty's like, I'll show you how I work now, and like <laughs> uses their gold arms to like climb up and like kill the mooncakes, and is really badass about it. And the amethysts are super impressed and are like, "That's so cool! You're amazing." Bort is unimpressed. <laughs> it's basically where the episode ends. Mm-hmm. So in two weeks, we'll have finished the series. I expect yeah. that at some point, Minty Fresh's entire body will be replaced. But, but here's the thing. After replacing all of Minty Fresh, and there's going to be, like, no Minty Fresh left, we're going to turn the camera, like, 180 degrees, and there's just going to be a pile of Minty Fresh's old shards, and then they just remake Minty Fresh out of that. Uh, I don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't even know if we're going to go visit the Lunarians. I really want to see where the Lunarians come from. I really want to. I don't know. I don't know anymore. It feels like we're getting into a very defeatist zone, and I worry yeah, that that's, really like... Are. Like, Minty it, has just gone so downhill. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, we only have three episodes left. Yeah. But like, this could very much end with, like, a real dark message. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, so what I want to happen is for this, like, epic, like, Cinnabon goes and is like, okay, Minty, you need to cheer up or something. Or maybe Minty gets crap chaired and that's, like, the last straw for Conga Line. And for, like, Cinnabon, and they, like, go and grab Sninty, and they, like, go off, and they do this epic rescue mission where they get Freezy Pop and Minty back, and all the snail people are freed or something, and then we learn mm-hmm. that Lunarians have hearts, and Conga Line's secretly a Lunarian, or is a mm-hmm. human. I don't know. It's one of those. It's definitely <laughs> one of those. Um, and everything is fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Or, or maybe Conga Line gets captured, and then everyone is like, this is the last straw, we're gonna go and fight the mooncakes and save all the snail people, and Sninty is there, and Minty's, all of Minty's body parts are in mooncake land, and they're good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's then everything the, is fine. Yeah. Uh, I have another worry that Minty sacrifices themselves in the very oh, end, boy. and they're just gone. But everything else is okay. And everyone is upset. Or maybe they're not. Because the other time where Sninty left, no one was upset. Oh my god, I forgot about that whole arc. 
Yeah, no, maybe that was foreshadowing that no one, and Cinnabon will be the only one who cares. Because maybe they'll be like, well, we can just build a new Minty. Because, you know, they were expendable like that. Mm. So I'm just remembering back to the beginning of the series where the first two episodes were, or maybe it was just the first episode, was really about Cinnabon really wanting to be captured by the Lunarians and, like, hating yeah. themselves so much. And I'm really worried that that's going to be a ma- that's going to be something that's oh, going to come to a head in the last couple episodes. What if Minty takes on that? That's idea. what I was worried about oh, as well. Hopefully, Cinnabon can save them from that, but I don't know. Oh my god, I'm so upset. <laughs> I can't sit in this upsetness. We've talked so much about it. Mm-hmm. I'm just, guys, I'm so worried. This show is really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, really excited so to finish it. I mm-hmm. want to cosplay Lunarian so bad. I think oh. it's going to be so much fun. So Props cool to everyone looking. who's able to, like, cosplay the gems and can figure out their hair. I'm, like, super, super into it. I love Wait, that's going to be so good. I cannot wait for gem cosplays. Oh, I've already seen some online. And wait, like, really? Oh. Yeah, it's insane. It's so oh. good. There was this diamond, this YouTuber did a diamond tutorial video, and, like, their wig is to die for. Oh, I'll show so you cool. Which. You have to show me. Okay. But maybe we need to get out of this room because it's, like, really swampy in here with all our mm-hmm. tears, and, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to sit in it anymore. Yeah, get out of these swampy tears and head on over to the rec room for reels this time and not for lies. <laughs> what are you wrecking this week, Richard? I came in like a wrecking ball. Oh, God. I don't actually know the rest of the song. How old is that song? Oh, my God. Like, old. Oh, man. Well, in any case, I am wrecking something that I probably have wrecked before, but you know what? I don't care because I like it so much. It's from 2013. Is it from 2013? Five years ago. Five years ago? That was back when we were, like, maybe starting out college, end of high school? Yeah. Holy cow. Freshman in college. Oh, God. <laughs> in any case, I will recommend something that I love very much, and I don't care if you've heard it before. Gravity Falls, episode one. Okay. Just I that one, s- and then you stop. Yeah. <laughs> you've <laughs> definitely read this again. So, Yeah, but, like, I... S- I really want to start watching again. I rewatched a couple episodes and watched a new one, and I forgot how good this show was. And the reason why I recommend episode one so much is because it's a great pilot episode. There's like zombies, gnomes, you get introduced to the mystery shack. Like, it's all like a really good time. And you get to meet Grunkle Stan, who's like one of my favorite literary characters of all time. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a great time. I highly recommend it again. Uh, go watch it right now. Do it. Get out of here. What are you doing waiting around? No, stay. I have a wreck. Oh, yeah, wait, stay. Sorry. Uh, go after this. <laughs> My wreck of the week, I'm super excited about. So, it is a. So, as you know, Pop Team Epic is an anime that exists. Yeah, that we oh, referenced my God. Before. I want to wreck a specific clip in Pop Team Epic that I saw recently because I've just been kind of consuming clips from the show. And this one blew my mind because it's basically like, uh, one of the characters thinking of a show and then a thought bubble appears and you see two real life people who are now voice acting a (laughs) scene where they are flipping two multiple sketchbooks to animate it and like real time. And it is like fantastic. (laughs) So everyone needs to stop what they're doing and watch it because it's my new favorite thing like the amount of creativity and coordination to make this possible makes me so happy <laughs> pop team epic is so absurd and out I there i cannot believe it. it i love it they're lesbians they love each other <laughs> it's so good 
So yeah, that's my wreck of the week. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I was just gonna say I really want to watch Pop Team America, but I've only just watched a bunch of clips, and so far I think I that's can't the best way to it. consume it. Yeah. Um. Oh, I also found out why the first episode is two and two. It's because the second half is with their actual voice actors who are women. That's what I thought because every clip I've seen has been times two, one with uh, women and yeah, one with men voice that's actors. What they, it's weird. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so I think Richard needs to thank some people. You better believe it, Kelly Smimo. We want to thank the Fat Rap for letting us use their song Prelude as our theme song. Check out their YouTube page at the link in our description. You can also find us at our website, animatetheworldcast.wordpress.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play Music. And you know what? If you're ever, like, hanging out on, like, the review section of those sites, just go ahead and leave us a review. Just whether or not you love us, you hate us, want to give us five stars or ten stars, twenty stars. I don't know what the maximum number of stars is, but just give us the maximum number. Do do it, please. We're collecting Uh, all the stars, and once we gather all of them in the known universe, we can finally ascend to God tier. Absolutely. We can make our own galaxy, just where everything's animated. Exactly. And we know we all want that. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Uh, also, if you ever want to send anything our way, you can just email us at animattheworldcast at gmail.com. Beautiful. Now, Richard, how should we leave them this week? Don't ever get golden arms. That's just like advice we should all follow, I think. Just don't trust gold. Yeah, don't trust gold or platinum for that matter, especially if they're mixed together. Yeah, or the Pokemon games. Or the. Well, now. Well, <laughs> we all love the Pokemon Gold. Pokemon Platinum, I don't know. Soul Silver was where it was at. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So good. Okay, yeah. So <clears throat> don't buy gold, buy silver. Yes, absolutely. Put all your stocks in. Also, buy silver. Sell, <laughs> sell, sell. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Abby. And I'm Amy. And we host More Research Required, a podcast where we create scientific studies we would do if anyone gave us money to do them. We're asking the real questions. Questions like, does your personality affect whether you believe in horoscopes? Or do hockey superstitions have an impact on the outcome of a game? And how often are people really playing Wonderwall at parties? We discuss prior research, make hypotheses, and speculate wildly about what we would do with unlimited funding. Catch more research required every other Sunday on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are sold. In the winter of 2017, two friends fell in love with the K-pop group. The group was so talented, so beautiful, so incredibly full of memes that the two friends wanted to shout their love from the rooftops. Instead, they decided to shout their love from a podcast. This is the story of two normal, God-fearing Americans and their shameful descent into the diamond life. This is 16, a 17 fan cast. Join your favorite anime club hosts, Kelly and Richard, every other week as they talk for unreasonable amounts of time about their favorite K-pop group, 17. You can find us at our website, svt16.wordpress.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play Music.